Alrighty, welcome to another episode of the Church Lies Podcast, the podcast where we expose the lies of the church one scripture at a time. I am your host, E-Dub, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Doc. Doc, what's going on, man? Hey, not much. I am just chilling. I just fixed a bowl of apple cinnamon Cheerios, and I love Cheerios' hustle. That's, I always brag about their hustle, because whenever somebody releases a new cereal cheerios is like you know what we noticed that you like apple jacks you want to know what we got for you apple cinnamon cheerios boom boom right making right. sure that oh, okay you ain't going nowhere <laughs> you you right. ain't think that you like all that no you you stay right here in the right. cheerio game oh you like frosted flakes oh no 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 you no no we got frosted cheerios no you ain't right. going nowhere <laughs> Hey, Fruity Loop Cheerios. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, Fruit Loops? No, we got Fruity Cheerios. No, you ain't going right. nowhere. Right. Hey, they got they got everything, man. Well, that's good. I'm glad you are enjoying yourself. So today, so the last episode, we talked a little bit about the Gentiles. You know, we still on the series Jews, Gentiles, and Judgment. And every few episodes or so i feel like we need to get a little bit towards the judgment because judgment is unfolding right now and you know scripture says the judgment starts at at the most highest house first talking about his people mm-hmm. so today we're going to talk about his people but not everybody just the specific people oh uh, that's his people you know the chosen people of the most high and uh we're going to talk about his people in the church, but mainly church leadership, pastors. And we're going to call today's podcast Den of Thieves. Because it's a whole lot of conniving, manipulating, You're not, not supposed to curse. I, I ain't going to curse. I ain't going to curse. I'm not going to curse. I'm furious, but I ain't going to curse. I'm going to curse because we want to make sure that this podcast stays clean because we want everybody to listen. We want you to be able to listen to this with your family, with your kids and everybody else. Grandma, grandpa, whoever. And, you know, we we, we respect our elders and all of that. So we're not going to uh, talk too crazy, but we're we, we going to go in on on the black church because the amount of flat out manipulation deception coercion that's taking place right now we ain't even talking about all the stuff that's happened in the past we ain't talking about that we're talking about what's going on right now in the black church in america and how it has grown in the past to what it is today and how it's just in your face blatant lies manipulation um, it's it's honestly getting people killed. It's honestly getting people killed. So we're gonna deal with that today. So uh, this episode is Den of Thieves. So if you uh like this, if you listen to this during breakfast time, get your bowl of cereal ready. If you listen to it on on your lunch break, go ahead throw your your AirPods on. If you listen to it at dinner or while you're winding down, lay back, relax, because we finna get in. We finna get in. All right, so. What I want to start with is uh, a video 
that I watched uh, this past week. And the video is by um, a brother named Car on YouTube. And he, he, he talked about the black church's advocacy for the vaccine and how it was just very, I can't remember the word that he used, but basically how it was wrong <laughs> for um, the black church to push the same narrative that much of the media is pushing uh, about the vaccine and things of that nature. And so uh, he pointed a couple of things out. One of the first thing that he pointed out was that, you know, you hear the media say, you know, well, the, the COVID virus is disproportionately affecting members of the black brown community. You know, and he, he played some clips of some pastors parroting the same thing. I've heard pastors say the same thing. But then he showed um, the CDC website. It shows the number of cases by demographic and the number of deaths by demographic. So black population still around 13, 14%. Number of black cases in America, cases of COVID, 15%. Number of black deaths in America, from COVID, 12%. Where is, how is COVID disproportionately affecting us? Because the CDC's data says something entirely different. And, you know, if we talked about this a little bit earlier this week, the NBA players, they're right. real hesitant to take it. Right. But Adam Silver, what did he say? Well, well, we know that COVID-19 is disproportionately affecting black and brown communities. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. We know that. We, we do? Where's the information? Right. Where's the data? <laughs> because we hear it on the news, that means we know it. When they don't present any data on the news about that. But the CDC's own website says directly otherwise. But because it's affecting black and brown communities, we have to get them to take the vaccine. It's almost like they're trying to convince us to do something that we don't want to do. And putting a lot of extra effort into it because... um... When the like, I'm sure that you noticed as much as I did when the vaccine first got announced. There was a lot of black people that were like, mm, "No, <laughs> right. no, I'm, right. I'm, I'm cool." And some will blame it. Like some could be like, "Well, the main gripers were, well, you don't know anything about vaccines. That's why it's like, but no, it's like the long-standing history between black people in America. We just <clears throat> right." been like we've just been getting hit with police brutality getting hit with medical yep. mal- malpractice for decades yep. and now oh and we've been asking for reparations for eons now and it, like they are extremely reluctant well they're not going to do it but all of a sudden out of the kindness of america's hearts they want to put us at the forefront of vaccinations like they do with damn near every other disease where 
like how no originally started <laughs> off, they had a white face, and then gradually it became a black face, just like whenever right. there's a um a new disease or uh something that's deadly, they got to make black people the black the uh, face of it. They, there's never a white person that's the face. They always got to make make it to where um from optics standpoint that we're the most affected by it when in in most of the time we're not right like that's the same thing they did with the uh, hiv they made us the face uh-huh. even affecting their communities with uh-huh. with the drug problem making us the yep. face of the drug problem but now they have no choice but to make themselves the face well and my my issue with the church, the black church, these black pastors, they're, they're saying the same thing. And this is what Brother Isakar was saying. He was saying, how, how, why, why are y'all saying this stuff and not showing any data? Y'all, y'all saying the same thing they're saying on TV, but not showing any data. Because he was saying when he did his research, his data showed something entirely different. Not just the cases and how it was disproportionately affecting us, but how the testing works, how um, the vaccine works, <laughs> you know, like, oh, oh, we've had doctors come on and the doctors have said that it's fine. So we're, we're good to go. And they're black doctors. So that definitely means, hey, there was a black doctor on the team that helped develop the COVID vaccine. Yeah, we so got, that means yeah, we all my black brothers and sisters, let's go on and take it because we can trust them because it was a Negro on the team. Yes, the like, oh man, when I, when I saw that, it is just embarrassing. They keep yep. uh, getting us with the same song and dance. Oh, you know what? We gotta have. We're doing something detrimental to the community. Let's put a black face on it just so um just to make them feel more comfortable. Hey, you know, uh, a black woman was um uh, involved in uh, developing this. So, <laughs> why, why? Right. like you do, like it's the same song and dance, and apparently it still works because I I have seen somebody say, well, you know, uh, how bad could it be? There was a black woman that uh was on the thing, so I'm gonna take it because a black woman was involved. Nigga, are you dumb? <laughs> and I'm glad everybody in the comment section went in on them too. It's like, really, bro? You, you are you are you serious? <sighs> Hey, I want, I want to ask you this. And this is just something that, that I feel like I'm seeing. I want to know if you've seen the same thing. From my perspective, most people in the black community are, well, let me not say most. Many people in the black community are not for the vaccine. They're either hesitant or they're just like, I'm not going to do it. Most of the support for the vaccine hmm. that I see comes from Christian and church circles. Are you seeing the same thing or something similar to it? Yeah. Yeah, you are. I am seeing something similar to that. I'm at, and um, yeah. on as a side note, I'm actually on the um, CDC.gov's um, website. Um, just to confirm uh-huh. what um what um dude was saying. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so fifty pre 
like this is the cases in America. Yeah, America. So out of the um, 20 million, like over 20 million cases, <laughs> 20 million cases, there, there's a reason why I chuckled. It's not a chuckling manner, but I chuckled. Yeah, out of the 20 million cases, um, Black people um, consist of 12%. Uh, you could say like it runs along the lines of uh, our population, like it's right. pretty much of uh, it's twelve percent. Um, Hispanic is twenty. Uh huh. Whites is fifty six. Yeah. That's the, that's the that's the cases now with the deaths. Um, there's been over three hundred fifty one thousand deaths recorded. We consist of 14% of the deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, Hispanics is 12% of the deaths. And um, white people is 62%. Mm. So um, somebody lying. <laughs> some, yeah. some Somebody lying. Because um, yeah. And even if we want to get into like the actual number, the amount of cases that um, black people have gotten total is a uh, 1.3 million cases when compared to white people as mm-hmm. 6 million. Oh, um, yeah. In terms of the deaths with black people has been uh, almost 39,000 deaths when compared to white people, 164,000. So this notion <clears throat> Now that I'm actually looking at the covid.cdc.gov website, the COVID data tracker for uh, the U.S., so this notion that you know we are disproportionately affected by COVID is is a lie. <laughs> it's, it's a lie. Now I'm sure that people are going to be bring up the per capita argument, but the numbers don't even support that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and the question remains, why are you using this lie to get us to take it as, as black people? Why, if the data says that we're not affected or disproportionately affected by COVID, why is there such a push for us to take the vaccine? And why is that coming from churches? Why is it coming from Black churches. I've heard T.D. Jakes. Yeah, we calling our names today. T.D. Jakes. You know, our people are dying. And, you know, COVID vaccine is, this is, this is God's answer. This is how we get out of this. Now, and we're going we gonna to deal with this is because this goes back to um, the judgment. You know, this is kind of like the judgment segment. We've been saying on this podcast that the scripture says, you will be oppressed and afflicted and the land is not yours for 400 years and the nation whom you serve, I will judge at the end of that 400 years. COVID started a little bit after the end of the 400 years. We see it's obviously affecting the Gentiles more than it's affecting the Israelites. But T.D. Jakes, God didn't tell you that this was coming? God didn't tell you that judgment was coming 
a pandemic was coming and that his people needed to prepare, but he told you it's okay to get a vaccine. Huh? Yeah, which that's the thing that's blowing me. Like, of course, like I, I got a question for the listeners because I know that um, somebody has noticed this. The churches have been praying for a year now. Yep. For COVID to disappear. You've seen yep. countless people quote unquote prophesying, oh, it's gonna be over by the summer. Oh, this is just a temporary thing. Oh, if we just pray hard enough, it'll go away. Oh, uh, uh or, or the big higher ups, oh, I blow the breath of God and COVID nineteen. I blow the breath of God. <laughs> it's like, bro, it, it, like it, like the one, the number one thing that I will give this season is that it is truly exposed, just yes. like uh, essentially the charlatans and the false prophets that exist in in um, in church, and how much of a farce it is. But the yep. question I have for the audience is, um, don't you find it odd that? these pastors continue to pray and pray and pray and call their congregations to pray and pray and pray and nothing changes. Yep. (laughs) Yep. But you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the time where Elijah was in front of the prophets of Baal Mm. and it wasn't raining and there was a drought. And they were praying and praying and praying, crying out to their God, crying out to their God. Elijah was mocking them, cried a little louder. I don't think he heard you. Maybe he's asleep. And they started dancing crazy, started cutting themselves because they wasn't getting a response to the prayers. Sounds like that's the same thing that's happening. The prophets of Baal, the Lord, huh, are praying and telling you to pray when he ain't hearing their answers. He ain't hearing their prayers. He ain't answering. Maybe it's because he ain't talking to them. I mean, he didn't tell none of them COVID was coming. Not one prophet. I mean, they've been prophesying a whole bunch of stuff, <laughs> but not one prophet that's in the quote Christian circles was able to say, hey, we need to prepare because something is coming. A sickness is coming. A pandemic is coming. We need to prepare. None of them, none of them have done that. But there are other people who've been warning for a long time. You need to prepare. You need to get your house in order. Some things are about to change. Life as we know it is about to change. You need to prepare. I remember having a conversation with my mother way before COVID started, probably two, three years ago. And I told her, I said, Mom, when, when the Most High judges America, it's go, he's going to bring America to his knees. The things that we normally do and take for granted now, we won't take them for granted anymore because we won't be able to do them when he starts to judge this place. I said this to my mom in 20, either 2018 or 2019. I preached judgment at my church before, multiple times. I was there. Hey, get ready. Yeah, you was there. Yeah. Get ready. You need your prep. Get ready. Judgment's coming. You need to to invest in this. You need to start stocking up on this. 
Uh-huh. I was like, man, this is some good stuff. I was looking around, everybody was shuffling in their seat all uncomfortable. <laughs> this is uh, a little too close. Uh-huh. This is not the usual prosperity preaching that they're, right. they're used to. Right. Hey, there are preachers and true prophets that have been saying, get ready. Some of them even in Christian churches. I, I know some in Christian churches who've been telling their people to prepare. I remember being at a prayer breakfast and um, the, the the female prophet who, who was also a pastor of a church, she said God had been telling her to stock up on some food, stock up on water, stock up on canned goods because some things is going to go down. And this was this was like 2015, <laughs> something like that. And everybody that was, I was with turned and looked at me like, are you serious? I said, I've been telling y'all. Like the most high has shown me it's going to get real and we need to be ready for it. Yeah. But you can tell TV Jakes and all these other big names. Go ahead. You see what's happening down in, um, in Texas. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What, what people are missing about that situation in Texas. Like people are focused on a, um, they're going through a snowstorm. These people are without power. These people, their infrastructure wasn't built for the snow. Mm. Uh, people's houses are collapsing because their houses weren't built for the snow. Yeah, but people are missing some, missing a couple things. One, Texas is a is of course an oil state. Yep. So due to this harsh weather, um, there's been a essentially a delay on essentially the pipelines which is causing yep. gas prices to go up yep texas is also a huge grain state yeah due to the um due to the harsh winter that they've just dealt with that they usually don't deal with a lot of their stored up crops have essentially rotted because yep. their infrastructure wasn't built to handle this type of weather mm-hmm. oh there may be, there may come a, you know, a bit of a food shortage. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the things that is happening now, like you got to look beyond what's just being presented in the news. Because even though it's like, oh, you know, they're going through snow and blah blah blah, it's like no, it's it, it's deeper than that. <laughs> it is right. much deeper than that. Right. Uh, the 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 fact that all of these things are unfolding and are still unfolding. And your big name preachers ain't been able to tell you nothing about it. That tells me that he ain't talking to them. They just like the prophets of Baal. Dancing around the fire, praying for rain to come. And ain't no rain falling. Because the rain, the drought was a form of judgment on the land. And he said, yeah, rain ain't gonna rain for years. I think it was three years. Ain't, 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 ain't going to be no rain. Mm-hmm. But when the prophet, Elijah, he dumped a bucket of water on the sacrifice, said, Elohim, come and consume this fire. He came and consumed it all up because he showed that he was a true prophet of the Most High. The way you know who the true prophets of the Most High are, the scripture tells you, Deuteronomy 18, he is a prophet if the things which he says comes to pass. 
Noel Jones, he was furious. Put out a video crying and stuff. How come God didn't tell none of our prophets this was coming? This is tearing us apart. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, just like this is this is just me. Maybe he didn't tell any of your prophets because you're not his prophets. I, I just, not. I, I just like, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you didn't get the memo, maybe you uh, wasn't uh, even part of that email chain. I'm just, you know, uh, that that's that's problem. That's what I see whenever I like he's over here saying, "Oh, how come you didn't tell us? Maybe you weren't." part of that group <laughs> or yep. never was part of that group you just called yourself yep. part of that group when you mm-hmm. had proofs to show that you were part of that group is that you could tell like you could um, look at it now with these same people that call themselves prophets predicting that um the predicting the presidency oh you know right uh, <laughs> right Trump's gonna win again then trump loses and then all of a sudden they're like oh dang he lost oh well so um continuing on it's like hold hold on now hold hold on now that means that you're not prophets uh-huh. and it it goes to show as a society just how dumbed down that we are because we see yeah. the truth right in our faces in yeah. terms of these people not being who they say they are yet we continue to follow them like yeah. you and they're chalking it up to oh well you know he no everybody makes mistakes no you don't play with the most highest name Right. <laughs> you don't people have died right. for that. So, right. so for you to uh sit up here and say call yourself a prophet and you have no fruits to show and you refuse to admit it, and then for your congregation to see this and continue to follow, bruh, that's that not only is despicable on that uh person's part for claiming themselves to be something that they're not, it's just shame on the congregation's part for seeing the truth and being willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. Shows how much they've been brainwashed. Shows shows how much they've been tricked and deceived. And it, it, it's it's incredible because, like we said before, none of y'all Christian pastors knew about COVID or any of the other ramifications, the food shortages, the toilet paper shortages. I mean, these are major events. That that just happened in America, but that's happening worldwide. None of your prophets said nothing about it. I could have swore that when the Most High said he reveals himself, he does it through a, a, a dream or a vision. And he shows these things to his servants. Did not he say in Amos chapter 3, he does nothing until he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. That means if he ain't revealing to you, you ain't his servant and you ain't his prophet. Yeah, so quit trying to claim something that you're not because he's gonna he's gonna require it of you. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. I told my mother, I said, if I was a pastor, I would take it personally that I had not done anything or said anything to my congregation to prepare them for what is taking place right now. I would say, look, you know, you sit me down over here, elder so-and-so, you go preach and you go teach, you run the church. I need to have a conversation with the most high because he should have showed me this. And if he ain't showed me this, that means he ain't talking to me about some stuff and we got to go figure this out. That's what I would have done. 
because that's what a righteous man does. Because, and we're going to get into this a little bit later, but the role of a pastor is to shepherd the flock. You are called shepherds. The job of a shepherd is to protect and defend his or her sheep. And you, you're not doing that now. What you're doing is telling the sheep, oh, it's okay to take their vaccine. God says it's okay. Even if you're not saying with your mouth, God says it's okay. For you to endorse it, you're saying that God says it's okay because you stand as his mouthpiece. Even though you weren't able to say COVID was coming. Even though you weren't able to say judgment is coming, y'all. We need to prepare. We need to get ready. We need to get our houses in order. We need to pray. We need to repent. That's another thing is, ain't her one single preacher call for repentance. That's very true. Not one. Now, one preacher saying, maybe this is judgment. Maybe we in the last days. Maybe we need to be repentant. Maybe we need to be sick in the most high for forgiveness. Maybe we need to be coming out of the wickedness that we in. No, 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 no. The, the solution is to take a vaccine so we can go back to the same wicked, lying, trifling ways that we was doing before. That's the solution. This is not God stopping us so that we can repent. This is just something that just happened. And so we just need the vaccine so that everything can be all right. Yeah, But didn't he say that? <laughs> he said that in Revelation. He said, but even after these plagues, they still did not repent. But they idolatry. But they sorcery of their wickedness. He said, even after the plagues, they still didn't repent. Now, one call of repentance from these pastors. Not one. It's all about being encouraged to keep going. It's all about being encouraged to keep fighting. When is it we have sinned before the Most High and we need to fall on our face and repent? And turn back to the most high. Um, usually, uh, that would require too much. It would require too much self-reflecting. It would require people to actually do a deep dive in the word. It will require too much of the person. And it's just easier to console them and make them feel better than it is for them to actually demand uh, via the most high's law that you repent and turn from your wicked ways and seek after the most high, not seek after him in terms of all oh, pray more. Sure. You need to do that. But in the sense of you need to fall, go back to his law, but mm -hmm. you know, the church don't teach about the law. They keep saying that right. the law is done away with when there's no verses to support that. So. Right. Hints, hints why he ain't talking to you. You know, I remember and I, I, I had this conversation with my mother. I said, I remember when the Most High, and I, I might have told you this too, is, but I remember when, you know, the Most High started showing me that, you know, we was a, the chosen people and uh, we weren't supposed to be in Christianity and that Christianity wasn't right and we still supposed to be keeping the commandments or whatever. And I asked the Most High, I said, how come you only show me this? How come you ain't show this to, to nobody else? Because everybody I talk to about this think I'm crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they think they think I'm crazy, or they they just like okay, Ernest, you know, like, no, there, like everybody knows that. You know? And he he answered me, and you know his 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 statement was, 
I only told you because the, the rest of them wouldn't listen. He said, I told you because they wouldn't listen. And I wonder how much the Most High is trying to get our attention, but we're not listening. We're not listening. Yeah. The point of the, the point of the plagues was to get our attention. The point of the curses of Deuteronomy twenty-eight and Leviticus twenty-six is to get our attention. He said, in that day when you are scattered in the lands where I send you, you will consider the blessing and the curse. They will be brought back to your attention. And you will see the error of your way and then you will turn. He's trying to get our attention. But your thieves, because remember the, the, the title of the podcast is Den of Thieves that's in the church, they scattering you. They telling you to go after the thief, the same thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And we're going to get into that. We're going to read John chapter 10 because John chapter 10 is dealing with what's happening right now in the black church, in the church in general. But like I said before, we're dealing with the black church. That's what we're dealing with. And so we calling out these black pastors. And I'm, go I'm going to say this. Yes, I'm not going to cuss. I'm not going to cuss. You're not going to cuss. I'm not gonna, Come on. I'm not going to cuss. Tell, tell me one more time so I can get yes. it. Yes. I'm not going to cuss. Okay. If you are a black pastor and you are telling your people it's okay for them to take the vaccine, Need to choose my words clearly. If I was in your church, I would leave. I would probably cuss you out, and then I'd leave. <laughs> I cuss you out first, and then I and then I leave. Because how dare you tell me? Standing in the place of the Most High as the man or woman of Elohim who speaks to his people. How dare you tell me to take something in my body that is known to main people, that is known to cause neurological issues, that is known to cause adverse reactions, and that is also known to kill people. When you were not able to tell me to prepare for the trials to come in the first place. That's very true. I, I didn't, even, didn't even think of that. How are you going to say, hey, yo, this is the solution when <laughs> for a whole year you've been wrong, so you all of a sudden write about this? What changed? He talking to you now. <laughs> he told you. He told you this was cool. He took you a hold. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Y'all don't speak in terms again, huh?" Right. He, he back from vacation. He just took twenty twenty off. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm back now. <laughs> oh, it's a pandemic going on. Oh, Let me go talk to my my Christian yeah, preachers and tell them what to do. Oh, dang! I'm a little, uh, <laughs> let me catch up on some of these emails and these. Yeah. 
Hey, how dare you? I mean, the polio vaccine, and this is a fact, you know, they got a whole bunch of these silly little fact checkers out here, PolitiFact, Snoops, that always come out and say, oh, that's misinformation, or they're lying. Anything that's against the mainstream narrative is, is a lie. That's what the lie is, whatever the mainstream narrative is. Almost 500,000 children maimed from the polio vaccine, from Bill Gates's polio vaccine. Oh, that's a lie. That, it, it, go, go tell the people over there in Africa that that's a lie. Go tell the people in India that's a lie. Bill Gates said he would use the vaccines to reduce Africa's population by 10 to 15 percent. He said it out his mouth. What do you think they're going to do if they reduce the population? They're either going to make you sterile or they're going to kill you. And you telling your people, your sheep, to follow this? Oh, you're not a pastor. You're not a shepherd. You're a hireling. You're a hireling. Oh, that makes sense now. Because a hireling don't care about the sheep. He's just oh, that makes sense. Say it again. He's just there so we don't get fined. Right. Right. Well, that's a perfect segue into the scripture that we're going to read. Because we're going to talk about the hireling. And we're going to talk about the thieves. The den of thieves. And we're going to talk about the real shepherd. So we're going to check out uh, John chapter 10. And I think we're going to, yeah, let's, let's put it in context. We want to always keep everything in context. Um, let's take, let's start in verse one and let's take it to, okay, we're going to read that. Uh, Ah, okay. We let's let's take it to um verse 16. So we're gonna read John chapter 10. Start at one, verse one, and go through 16. Now remember, we're talking about a true shepherd versus a hireling. Because these pastors that's that's hawking this vaccine, they hireling. And they thieves, and we're gonna we're gonna prove it with scripture. All right, verse one, and I'm reading out of the New King James Version. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of a stranger. It's funny 
because a lot of black people are uneasy about this vaccine. And their pastors are saying it's okay. Their pastors are saying, oh, it's okay for us to take it. I think a voice of a stranger, they not following. Right. That's what I think is happening. That's what I think is happening. I, I think the, the cover, oh, I'm sorry. I think the sheep's clothing is being taken off and the wolves are being exposed. I think the Most High is exposing these pastors as the wolves they are. And let me tell you something. If you are a pastor and you endorse this vaccine, you a wolf. You a wolf. You are a wolf because there's too much information. There is too much data. I was just looking at VARES this morning. I, I've been following VARES. You know, VARES is the, uh, it's the, site, it's the site that shows the uh, alternative vaccine responses. Just this year, there are over 5,000 reported um, alternative vaccine responses. Many of them deaths. And this is just what's on VARES. I was listening to a doctor that said she believes that VARES only has about 10% of the actual adverse events. Mm -hmm. She said she don't even think it's nowhere near all of them. And they, they're just 5,000. And this was as of, I think it was February the 10th. It lag, It has a 10-day lag. Today's the 20th. So it lags by 10 days. People was getting appen appendicitis, severe soreness, couldn't walk, death. A lot of it was death. They have a whole column to say whether or not the person who had the adverse reaction died or not. But you're going to tell your people this, so this is okay to take. And Isakar brought this up in the video. I, I, I wonder if because, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, they have complete immunity based on the law that Reagan signed in 86. I wonder if churches have the same immunity. Right. I wonder if churches have the same immunity. If your member hears you say it's okay to take the vaccine or you have a drive at your church, which means you say it's okay to take the vaccine and one of them dies or one of their family member dies, can they sue you? Because the law says that pharmaceutical companies can't be held liable. It don't say nothing about churches being held liable. It's very true. It don't. It don't. So is that connected to the 501c3? You know, the 501c3 says you will maintain your tax exempt status as a church or religious organization as long as you don't say XYZ or as long as you don't do XYZ. Does it have something to do with that? Is it about money? <laughs> Just be honest. Is it about money? Are they paying you to endorse the vaccine? Are they paying you to have vaccine drives at your church? Because this is killing people. Well, COVID is killing people. The vaccine is killing people. And if you do your research, you'll see that COVID itself is not what's killing people. There's some other stuff going on some stuff that has been in the making for decades. 
we are in a world of lies, a world of deceit. And the lies are coming from your government and these people that they're putting on TV. And your pastors are telling you to follow the government and the people that they put on TV. Wolves in sheep clothing. You will know them by their fruits. Wolves they are. Strangers. Because the sheep won't follow the voice of a stranger. And I, I applaud every person, black, white, green, whatever, every person that has the the, the boldness and the courage to stand up against the narrative and say, I don't care what y'all say or do, we not taking it. We not going along with this. We not, we don't trust you. I applaud every person that's brave enough to say it, that's brave enough to stand up, no matter what it costs you. I seen a video recently of a young lady who was uh, fired from her job for refusing to take the vaccine. Not going along with the program will cost you. But he told us that. He who does not deny himself, take up his staff and follow me, is not worthy of me. He said it's going to cost you something to follow him. And so we're going to keep going because we, we got to get to the hireling and what the hireling does. Because that's exactly what these pastors are doing. All right, let's go. Verse 7. Then Yahushua said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. So he said, he, in verse 1, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in another way, is the same as a thief and a robber. Mm -hmm. Now Yahushua said, I am the door. And all who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. Just, just, uh, but the just sheep as a side note, just, just as a side note yeah. to, to those other Christian folks, um, when he says that he is the door, or whenever he says that he's the way, the truth, and the light, no one can get to That's the right. Father except through him. He's That's saying right. that he is the word manifested in as in flesh, like he's the word made flesh. Right. So that also means yep. that since the word is also known as the way, the truth, and the light, it means that you have to go yep. back to the law. You got to go back to the word in order to get to the father. And he's just directing people. You're not supposed to actually um, deify and say, um, hey, yo, we're just going to praise Jesus. He's like, no, I'm, I'm not I'm not that dude. Like, right. you're supposed to be praising my father. Right. So just, just a, just a right. side note for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out because I saw that too. When I saw Dora, I said, oh, that's, that's reminiscent of the way. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who keep the law of Elohim. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, verse 7. Most assuredly, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. First thing I want to say, you better make sure that you are a sheep. Because he said his sheep know his voice. That means if you're listening to somebody that's not speaking of his voice, then you are not his sheep. Right. You better make sure that you're his sheep. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Say that, keep going. All right, uh, verse nine. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, 
he will be saved. We talked about that salvation. Saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Now the scripture that everybody knows. The thief does not come except to steal and kill and destroy. Now we've talked before. If I look at any group of people and I look at what they've done throughout society, what group of people can I say that has done nothing but steal, kill, and destroy? It, it would have to be the so-called white man, right? Mm -hmm. That has built the United States government, the same government that has done nothing but steal, kill, and destroy. The same government that's behind what's going on in Texas. That's behind this vaccine. Your pastor is telling you to follow this thief that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah, well, um, that makes just like we, um, pretty sure we mentioned this either last lesson or a few lessons before. Like, um, this country, the founders of this country, and this country in general, has done nothing but steal, kill, and destroy. That, that's pretty much what they've been founded on. But then conditioned the people into thinking that what they were doing was righteous. And it's just now yep. people are coming around and saying, wait, hold up. You guys, we, we've been taught to, uh, to, um, to call these people pioneers or you know, uh -huh. great men and things like that to soften the fact that these people were massacring folks. Like I saw, um, uh, there was a one video where this um this Caucasian woman was bragging about how well you guys better be thankful that uh that we uh, that the early pioneers, the early settlers came over because you guys would have just eat, you guys would probably would have been eaten. It's like so you you're essentially saying. A, it's a good thing that the white the white man took this burden up to uh, essentially civilize you all because you were just savages, even though you eliminated ninety percent of their population. <laughs> so mm. It's kind of so you're saying that the the alternative for you nearly wiping out an entire culture is them being eaten by a few people because that's comparable. Like they they treat they um and no, please don't get this misconstrued. I am not um uh proponent for cannibalism or any type of wickedness. But their idea is, hey yo, even though we committed these atrocities, I mean they, these guys were cannibals, so it just cancels out. That that's essentially their viewpoint on it, and it is complete lunacy that we have been conditioned. Mm -hmm into thinking for the longest time that what they were doing was righteous and were, and in reality what they what they were doing was just sheer it's just pure unadulterated wickedness the founding of this country mm -hmm. the the pre-founding of this country slavery as much as they want to sweep it under the rug we keep finding more and more stuff that they did that was just like bro you guys were wicked but they continue to refuse to repent and actually turn away from that to actually even acknowledge that happened. And they just refuse to repent for that. And it's going to be called like, is that that's going to be, they're going to be back, man, words are hard. They're going to be forced to pay for that. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. It's, it's just, it's just complete lunacy that they, 
continuously tried to spin this narrative, even today, spin this narrative. All things weren't that bad. And then we like more and more people like, uh, yes, it was. Why are you trying to deny that? The they they are thieves. They they have always been thieves. That's all they are. They 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 stolen our money, stolen our time, stolen our energy, and now they're literally stealing our lives from us by trying to force us to take a vaccine for a virus that is affecting people who they've maimed and whom they've harmed for the past 40 years. People with compromised immune systems. That's who COVID is really taken out. And they have compromised immune systems from different shots, different injections and blood transfusions and things of that nature that have taken place over the years. That's what's happening. Do your research. Don't believe what I say because I say it. Do your own research. That's what's happening. And so they, they want to make everybody, healthy people, take a vaccine. But you still got to socially distance. You still have to uh, wear a mask. No, 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 no. You got to wear two masks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, you know, we need to wear two masks now. Like, what? Are you serious? Are you serious? We're going to open up the doors of the church to have a vaccine drive, but y'all can't come meet and worship who you say is God. Yeah, the government love you. Yeah, they truck. Yeah, they 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 for you. They got your back. They not the thief that's coming to steal, kill, and destroy. Your pastor's in on it. Your pastor's a hireling, and we've been show that in the scripture. All right, verse. Uh, finish up verse ten. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have life more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. If that ain't what's happening right now. See, see the wolf is the, the, these pharmaceutical companies. The wolf is these... Um, your Bill Gates Foundation people, uh, your, your, your federal government that's mandating these vaccinations and pushing these vaccinations. Did you know that they have patents on both the coronavirus and the vaccine for it? They have patents for the coronavirus and the vaccine for it. Why do they have patents for that? Sounds like a conflict of interest. Everybody has to take this vaccine that we have a patent for. Huh, interesting. And the wolf comes and lee and the sheep flees. Oh, uh, wait, wait, I, I, I misread that. The hireling sees the wolf coming and he leaves the sheep and he flees. For you do not stand up against what this wicked system is doing. You are abandoning your sheep. The sheep that you say the most high gave you to shepherd. The sheep that's paying for your house note. The sheep that's paying for your car note. The sheep that's paying for your lifestyle. 
the sheep that's paying for your children to go to college. The wolf is after them and you are abandoning them. And I, I'm, I'm gonna say this too, and it's you might disagree with me, but that's okay. We, you know, we it's okay to disagree with people. You don't have to throw the baby out with the bad water to disagree for. But I have a problem with pastors who say nothing, because some pastors have just said they're gonna stay out of it. The problem that I have with that is that that's how the eugenics movement was able to grab and capture the black community in the first place. Margaret Stanger said, I read her writing. She said, we will just convince the black preacher to be quiet. We don't need to tell him to don't say anything against abortion. We just need him to not say anything at all and we will be able to handle everything else. So if you preach it, if you advocate for it, or if you're quiet about it, you're hollering. And you're letting the wolves destroy your sheep. You're allowing them to do that. These doctors know that COVID can be beaten by a strong immune system. They know vitamin C, vitamin A, zinc, vitamin D. They know that this destroys COVID. They know this. The people who are dying are people who have compromised immune systems. And instead of them trying to build their immune systems, they're putting them on a ventilator. That's not helping their immune system. It's killing them. They know this information. They know a vaccine is not the only way out of the pandemic. They know that. And I think that you know it too. So let's keep going. Verse 13, the hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. Well, if I invited the government uh, into my church, let them advocate for this vaccine that is known to harm people uh, and all other vaccines which are known to harm people. Uh, I would say that that pastor doesn't care about me. <laughs> no matter how many times they prayed for me, no matter how many times they have been there for me because you know that's what the pastor used to do the pastor used to be there somebody died boom he was there somebody sick boom he was there pastors don't do that no more not for real pastors preaching and they going about their merry way <laughs> you know that's what that's what they do now you know and they making money and that's another thing that i want to i want to say why church is advocating for the vaccine because they're saying it's killing covid when you were having at least one funeral a week from your people dying from high cholesterol, diabetes, heart failure, liver failure, kidney failure. There wasn't a push in your church to eat right. Which is odd because um, all of those there things would be contributing factors to um, them passing away from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But you wasn't preaching about doing that when all of your people was dying from that. But now that we're dying from COVID because of compromised immune systems, not because of disease itself, well, now you want to preach it to us to take the vaccine. You are hiring in a liar and you don't care about the sheep. 
Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the father knows me, even so I know the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice. And there will be one flock and one shepherd. Well, I, I think it's safe to say that these pastors that are hawking this vaccine are nothing but hirelings. They do not care about the sheep. They are allowing the sheep to be led by the slaughter. Yahushua told us, beware of false prophets. How you know you a false prophet? You say something ain't come to pass. He ain't told none of y'all all this stuff was going to go down. But yet he told you to tell his people it's okay to take the vaccine. You're lying. Ari Vernon said, and he was one of my favorite preachers. Ari Vernon is one of my favorite preachers. He said out his mouth, he was praying for a vaccine. I said, wow. You were praying. He's no dummy. Very educated. Multiple degrees. He's no dummy at all. You were praying for a vaccine. I seen Kenneth Copeland on video. I command a vaccine in the name of Jesus. Really? Really? But you don't know the history of how vaccines have maimed people, killed people all over the world. You don't know the history also, of that. But you command the also, vaccine. Also, it's, it's funny. Like, they didn't, all this vaccine talk, all of a sudden they started praying for a vaccine when the U.S. announced that it was working on a vaccine. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's, it just goes to show it's like how like um you're over here praying for a vaccine as the US had already announced that they're working on a vaccine. So you're not necessarily praying for something uh, to happen in terms of like praying for something to manifest. It's like, no, this thing has already been confirmed that they're working on it. Oh, we're gonna pray for it. And then when it comes to pass, it's like, see, look look at what our prayers did. You're your prayers didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> they were already working on it. You can't, you can't, uh, you know, hop on this bandwagon by saying, "Oh, we prayed for this to happen" when they were already working on this. That's like saying, "Is it's like, um, yeah, it's just it's like wishful thinking." Except the wish is already ninety percent complete, and you're just uh, coming in right. on the last ten and then saying, "See, we prayed for this whole thing to happen." No, you didn't. <laughs> right. Hey, it's like prophesying that it's going to snow in the wintertime. Precisely. In Thank you for coming up with a better analogy. <laughs> it's going to be hot in the summertime. Like, uh, uh, Lord, right. we prayed for 80 degree weather. Uh, you know, in the middle of July, right? <laughs> he gave us 90. All, right. the, all he's letting the blessing flow. <laughs> right. All right. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. You you a lie and the truth ain't in you. Hey, and, and I would encourage anybody listening to this. If you are in a church and your pastor is endorsing this vaccine, leave. Leave. Come out of her, my people. We see that this vaccine is coming from the Babylonian system. It's coming from Mystery Babylon. Your church is telling you to take something that comes from Mystery Babylon. Why would you stay at that church? 
Why would you stay at that church? Because like we said earlier, every church isn't going for it. Every pastor isn't going for it. And Issachar's video, there were a, a few pastors, like two or three of them that called in and they said that they're not telling their people to take it. These are Christian churches, Christian pastors. They said, no, we, we've read our research. We've seen what it does. We, we, uh -uh. we, not, we, not, do, we not going for that. We're telling our people not to do it. This is life and death, y'all. This is life and death. And shame on the black church. Shame on these black pastors for telling his people to follow Babylon. Because once again, we're being exploited. Once again, we're being told, oh, they care about us. This is disproportionately affecting black and brown people. So the vaccine is going to help black and brown people the same way it did in Africa, huh? Huh? The same way millions have been killed from their vaccines in Africa. The same way, huh? Yeah. So that's all I got to say about it. I think I, I think we hit everything. Is did we uh, hit everything? Yeah, pretty much. We we hit we hit everything. Everything but the five hundred one c three. We hit that um, a little bit. Um, yeah, we hit the five hundred one c three. The fact that you know. You, you as a non-for-profit or religious organization can maintain your uh, tax-exempt status as long as you uh, don't say certain things, don't address certain things. That should show you right there that the church is lying to you because of the 501c3 status. They tell you in the pulpit all the time, I can't technically endorse a candidate because of 501c3. They yeah, tell you that. Really <laughs> you know, but... I just haven't come up here to speak. <laughs> <laughs> right I, I'll just say that they love God and they love people I, I, I can't really endorse <laughs> hey. a candidate oh what oh this candidate that I'm not even <laughs> endorsing is mysteriously just showed up at the church and they're, uh, uh -huh. and they're on the um, program uh, would you like to come up and uh -huh. say a few words person that I just met mm-hmm Churches have become dens of thieves. They are. The black church has become a church full of den of, a den of thieves. And this podcast is our attempt of turning the tables over. And you know money's involved. Just do a little bit of research. You know money's involved. Come on now. They patented the vaccine. They patented the virus. They own the rights to making the virus and they own the rights to making the the um, the vaccine. So the conflict of interest is everywhere. And there's a conflict of interest with your pastor because I guarantee you it's some money coming to them for advocating for the vaccine. I guarantee that. Some money is coming to them or some money is coming to the church. For them advocating for that vaccine. It's dangerous times we living in, man. You better make sure that you are following the most high and keeping his commandments. Because not everybody gonna make it. I'm sure we pissed some pastors off. If we did, that was the goal of the podcast. If you are advocating for this vaccine, I hope we pissed you off. If you are not 
advocating for this vaccine as a pastor and you are um, speaking against it, I hope that this encourages you to keep moving forward because I know it's hard. You know, um, I know that pastors have conversations behind closed doors about uh, being influenced to do certain things. You know, there are people assigned to certain churches who whose only job is to make sure that the pastor is saying what he's supposed to say and doing what he's supposed to do, if you know what I mean. And this is real. This is very real. And so um, it's very important that if you are a pastor and you are speaking boldly against taking this vaccine, that you stay encouraged and you keep fighting the good fight. Because our prayer is that people are saved from this enemy that's trying to kill us. Oh, and they know oh, that these vaccines kill people. And, they know that. Um, if you are a pastor that um that's upset with what um what what was said in this podcast, then um do better. Because <laughs> the only reason why you're right. mad is because you a uh, hit dogs will holler. So you know that you're not supposed to be doing this type of stuff yet you're doing it anyway. You know, you're politicizing the pulpit mm -hmm. when you're not supposed to be doing that. You know that you're uh, pushing things that you have no business pushing. Do better, bro. Like, it's a simple yep. solution. Like, don't don't get mad at us because oh. you're doing wrong, that you're not following the word. Do better. <laughs> right. It, I'm, I'm going to say this and we're going to end. It, it, it's crazy because... You know, I was I was talking to my mom about this yesterday. I, I told her, I said, what's crazy is that even if these pastors get out here and they, you know, say this stuff that the government wants them to say and endorse the vaccine and do all this other stuff, they would still have an opportunity uh, to repent and be forgiven by the Most High if they would only tell the truth. You can't say I'm sorry and then go keep doing the wickedness. You have to tell the truth. Tell your people the truth, man. Tell them about the conversations you have behind closed doors. Tell them about who's come to you saying we need you to endorse this vaccine and we're willing to, to give you some money for it. Tell your people the truth. Tell them the truth. Because you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's all I got. If you got anything nope. else? Nope. All right. Well, until next time, always remember, the Most High is true. His word is true. But the church is a lie. Peace.